I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Yeah, I think the fans were, were very excited, but, you know, I try to downplay it and, and all that because this is, you know, this is how it's going to be from here on out. You know, this is a great win for us, but... You know, this is the this is the standard for, you know, the the bare minimum every year going forward. Oh, there's excitement. You know, there's a buzz. This is, you know, you work all season to get into the playoffs and and go chase a ring. So we're excited to to be here. We're excited to to have this opportunity, and you know, go play our best ball on Saturday. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented, as always, by Fan Dual Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. A lot to do as this show goes along. We'll rank the coach-quarterback combos left in the NFL playoffs, and we got to dive into giving props from Beck UL for the division round. But right now, we go out to the Roman guest line. Going to be joined by Jim Sonis here, number fire in Fandle. We heard the voices there, Jim, of the two quarterbacks in the early game Saturday. Joe Burrow basically saying, like, hey, we're going to be here a lot. This is the new norm in Cincinnati. And you have Tannehill there talking about competing for a championship. It's a fascinating matchup, matchup Jim. I saw a tweet you put up recently uh, about passing efficiency and how it really is the most important thing as uh, we determine who the best teams are. This is kind of a, a different style, these two teams. You have the, the very efficient passing game at Cincinnati, and you have a team that is not as efficient and more of a run-based team with the uh, the Titans. What do you make of this matchup? Very interesting early game here. Titans three-and-a-half-point favorites, Jim. Yeah, it definitely is interesting because I think that what you have to do if you're trying to diagnose this matchup from a betting perspective is decide how much of an adjustment you give to Tennessee with Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, likely all being healthy for this game. And to me, I do think you give them a pretty major bump up because earlier on this year when they had A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry healthy, they were a lot more efficient from a passing perspective. So when I look at that, I have to go and say, okay, different context than, you know, the, their struggles down the stretch from an, a passing perspective occurred when they were missing a lot of guys who are no longer missing. So they give you a pretty big manual adjustment. I do that with my numbers here and looking at Tennessee, you know, bumping up both their, their rushing offense and their passing offense with the re-additions there. When I do that, I get a very competitive game still. And I think that three and a half is probably about the right number. I do still see some value in Cincinnati there, despite the upward adjustment for Tennessee. 
With that said, I'm not sure if it's enough. I have not, you know, pulled the trigger on this one yet, which means I'm probably not going to if it's this late in the week. So I -hmm. think I look at three and a half. I am tempted by the Bengals because I do still think, you know, again, passing efficiency matters a lot, and I'd expect them to be the better team there. You kind of worry, you know, will Tennessee be in top form with Derrick Henry being back right away? Or will be there some reacclimation process? So to me, I do think there's some value in Cincinnati. Not enough yet for me to bet it, but I think if I'm looking at this game, that's where my eyes were initially drawn. And Jim, the the move, the quick move we have from two and a half to minus three and a half in favor of the Titans certainly makes sense when you start to stack up some of the mismatches. There's that mismatch with the head coach and and the experience as well between Vrabel and Zach Taylor. The Titans pressure they can put on a quarterback going against a weak Bengals uh, offensive line. Burrow doesn't have the experience. Um, The the Bengals beat up defensive line going against fresh legs. uh, Derrick Henry. We'll see how much work he's going to get. If it's going to be typical Derrick Henry workload or Foreman's going to be mixed in as well. Uh, But all those advantages that really stand out first. Is Joe Burrow at a point right now where He's at the most impactful position. We know the offense matters so much more that that he can just cover all of that up. I'm not sure if he can. Um, specifically, one of the things you mentioned is the defensive line matchup versus this Bengals offensive line because we've seen when Tennessee has had a big advantage along the line this year defensively, they played really well, like that Miami game. Um, <laughs> that's probably the biggest mismatch you could concoct there. But, like, Miami did nothing. And they're not going to have the same advantage here because Cincinnati's offensive line is not nearly as bad, in my eyes, as the Dolphins. But that is kind of the key driver for why I've not actually bet the Bengals yet, despite seeing some value in that number based on what my stuff is saying. So that matchup specifically, that one on the defensive side for the Titans, is the reason I have not done so yet. I do think that Burrow has always been a guy who has been willing to take some sacks. We saw that a lot during the regular season, and that's fine. Like, that's, you know, a Russell Wilson-type trade-off where you're like, yeah, he's going to take some sacks, but the good he gets, the, the big plays he hunts for counteract that a lot to the point where it's beneficial. The question is, does it become a bit too much in this matchup? I think it could. You know, I think that if I'm going to trust someone, I'm going to trust Joe Burrow at this point, given the way he's played. But it is a big enough concern for me where I do hesitate in following my numbers where they tell me to go here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Jim, I'm looking at your Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter at Jim Saunas. And um, your power rankings from March 15th of last year, and then you also posted um, entering week one. Um, you have, you know, Green Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Rams, Niners, Titans. Um, good job on this, by the way. And I'm curious who your Super Bowl matchup would be. Yeah, so I have I, I have tickets on Green Bay and Kansas City, so I guess fingers crossed uh, for that. And they're the two favorites right now uh, based on the odds over at FanDuel Sportsbook. So it's hard for me to deviate from that. And I do think that, you know, of the, the teams playing this week, I think Green Bay is justified in being the largest favorite there. My worry would be with the Chiefs because we saw the movement it was from two and a half to one and a half with Buffalo. I think that is fair movement. Uh, if I look at my numbers right now entering this week, if they were played on a neutral field, I would make the Bills a slight favorite, and I think they were seeing that in the markets too. So I worry about them. I still uh, have faith in them because Patrick Mahomes can torch some stuff uh, at times for sure. So I feel better about the Green Bay side of things than the Kansas City. And if, if you know, looking forward to a potential Super Bowl matchup, I would have Green Bay favor in that game versus anyone. They are number one for me right now. So I think Green Bay, Kansas City is probably the most likely matchup to me, but my level of confidence on the AFC side of things, specifically due to that Buffalo-Kansas City game, my level of confidence is not super high just because the Bills are really, really skyrocketing here recently. Jim, you, uh, we started the conversation with a, a little bit on passing efficiency and how much it matters, and uh, it brings me in the 49ers. A little bit of uncertainty around Jimmy G right now. That number is climbing to six on FanDuel. Perhaps Jimmy G is going to be limited, or maybe he can't go, and we, and we have to go to Trey Lance here for the Niners in this game. If that happens, let's play it out. Let's say Jimmy G, shoulder, thumb, it's just too much, and they go into Saturday night and they say, we got to play Trey Lance. How much of a downgrade for you would that be for the 49ers and their chances of winning? Obviously, it could be a different style, could catch the Packers off guard a little bit, but it's a rookie quarterback on the road, playoff game, not as good of a thrower right now. How much of a downgrade would you make it if it was Jimmy G out, Trey Lance in? I think that if it were a different matchup or a situation where they're facing a team, like if they're facing the Bucks, hypothetically, if we put the 49ers against the Bucks, I would make that a downgrade because you're going to skew more towards the pass against the Bucks than you would in a more neutral situation. So in that situation, you do trust Jimmy Garoppolo more because more efficient passer, you know, just, you know, he gets the job done despite his faults. So I think that that's a positive there. In this specific matchup, I mean, I would tweak things. I would obviously change their their passing efficiency, move that downward. But I'd also probably jack up their rushing efficiency uh, just because, like, I think Lance in that game against Houston, obviously it's Houston, so all caveats apply, he looked a lot better. And they were pretty comfortable with him uh, from a passing perspective in that first game. Back in week five, Trey Lance, uh, their, their early down first half, pass rate was 40% in that game. That's a very low number. In the Houston game, it was 50%. That's the exact same number it is with Jimmy Garoppolo. So to me, that's his coaching staff had more faith in Trey Lance. It's important to remember, too, that George Kittle was uh, not active in Week 5, uh, the first game that Lance started. He was in Week 16 or whatever it was when Lance started the second game. And, like, that, that's a big difference maker. Kittle isn't used a ton in the offense. Everyone is healthy, but, like, he's still a very, very key piece. So, I would guess, Joe, that like if I re-ran my numbers with Lance, which I currently have Garoppolo projected to start, but if I re-ran them with, re-ran them with Lance, I wouldn't be shocked if the number didn't move all that much just because of 
the additions he gives you in some other aspects of the game and the way this specific matchup uh, meshes together. Jim, naturally this week, a lot of people will talk about the regular season result. Three of the four games already happened, but it was very early in the season. How much are you taking that into account? Uh, week three for the Rams-Bucks, week three for the Packers-Niners, week five for the Bills-Chiefs. We're talking late September, early October. Yeah, I think that all those games occurred in different contexts because the Tampa Bay game, uh, they had Chris Godwin, no Antonio Brown there. He was on the COVID list for that game. So that's a very different context than what they have now. Also, Tristan Wirfs, we don't know what his availability may be for that game. So very different context there. The Rams had Robert Woods, not have Odell Beckham. That's a big change there. For that Chiefs-Bills game, we've seen the Chiefs undergo a pretty big offensive transformation. Honestly, so the Bills. Um, they've become more comfortable with, you know, riding Devin Singletary as a runner for that game, for this game, whereas the Chiefs, I think they've kind of adjusted to the way teams are playing them and the way I would expect those to play them as well. So kind of, you know, throwing that one out. Packers 49ers, I'm okay putting a little bit of faith in um, just because, like, a lot of the pieces on Green Bay are the same. Obviously, David Bakhtiari is a major re-addition, and the defense has uh, been playing a lot better now than it was at that time. So maybe put a bit of faith there. But to me, I value a lot what teams have done in their current state. So with the players they have active. And for a lot of these matchups, that's just, it's a very different context than what they had then. So obviously, I don't want to throw anything out. You know, I don't want to ignore completely anything. But to me, when I'm looking at those matchups, I'm okay downplaying the value I put in them just because these teams have changed so much since that time. Jim, through your analytics, are there any props that you might have your eye on? I'm looking at your Twitter and, you know, you're tweeting a lot about, you know, the bills. And I was just curious if you had your eye on anything. I know it's early in the week, but something you might be looking at. Yeah, so the ones that are posted right now, I do like the Joe Mixon rushing plus receiving number. That's 83.5 right now at FanDuel Sportsbook versus the Titans. Uh, Mixon in the games where he's had full snaps at 97.5 yards in scrimmage per game. A very good number. Obviously, the Titans are a tough matchup for sure, but we've seen Mixon get involved in the passing game in these higher leverage games. So I think that you have multiple routes getting over there with Joe Mixon. So I think that's my favorite one of the ones posted right now. Also a bit of interest in, I want to see where Devin Singletary settles out from a rushing plus receiving perspective. His touchdown prop is fully adjusted now. I see no more value in that. I think it's minus 115. <laughs> that's appropriate. Like that's, that's where it should be now. So no more value there, yeah. but the rushing plus receiving, I've got him at 96.5 yards of turnage per game and his six games is the lead back. And I'm guessing based on the numbers they put him at recently, he was at 80.5 last week. I would bet he probably settles in 83.5 or so, somewhere in that Mixon range, and I would take that one too. So to me, it's focusing on Joe Mixon, Devin Singletary, taking advantage of spots where I think the books are undervaluing the roles that they've got in their respective offenses and checking out them. Uh, the, the Singletary number's not up yet, but again, I'm guessing probably 83, 85, somewhere there is where it go. And if it is in that range, I'd be very okay taking the over there. Jim, curious how this is going to play out over time. Obviously, our first chance of seeing it was last year. The two seed. In the past, it was they had a bye. Now they have to play round one. They get through. Last year, we saw those teams go one and one straight up in the division round. The Saints lost at home to the Buccaneers. Curious your thoughts on them. I mean, look at the numbers this week. The shortest spreads, not surprisingly, are the teams that did not have a bye. The Bucs get through. They're three-point favorites over the Rams. Chiefs get through. They're only one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bills. All four of those teams obviously played last week. 
Uh, do you think that's going to have an effect this week and moving forward? Do you think we're going to see more of these where the two seed goes down after playing the week before because that advantage is, is no longer there with the extra rest? Yeah, I think that it's it's partly because there is a lack of rest, but also partly because we've seen a change in home field. And I don't think this is related to, like, fans necessarily. It's more so, like, we've become better with travel and rest. And so teams are becoming more analytical in the way they travel, stuff like that, trying to get their bodies in the right, in the right set. And I think that that's a lot of the reason why we've seen a change in – the decrease in home field advantage. So the two seed to me is still very valuable because even if we say on the conservative end, home field is worth, you know, uh, one and a half points towards the spread, being at home versus on the road, that's a three points. You know, that's a, that's a decent swing still. So to me, I would be very okay still gunning for the two seed. With that said, the value of it has gone down due to the lack of rest, due to increased intelligence with regards to how teams travel. So I think that I would not be shocked if we do see a, a trend that continues that direction. I'm looking at my numbers, what they say for this weekend. Uh, it's basically a pick for both games. I'm not super comfortable with that on the, the Rams-Bucks side uh, because I do have more faith in Tom Brady right now than Matthew Stafford. So although my numbers, again, it's kind of similar to the Bengals thing where my numbers show value in the Rams, not willing to actually go with it just yet just because – it is Tom Brady. The reason that they show value is because I have a downgrade in there for Tristan Wirth potentially being out, downgrade for Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown being out. That's the reason why it shows value. Uh, but again, not quite getting there. So I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, if you told me that these teams go one and one again, the two seeds, no shock at all. I think both these games are very competitive, and I think that I would expect them to be very close games the entire way. Yeah, I do too. Jim, we appreciate hopping on. Jim Sonis of Number Fire and FanDuel on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. On the other side, we'll go off the board. An apology by Dak Prescott that we all knew was coming. Hit on that and a whole lot more. Eric Eager next hour right here on a BetQL Daily, presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.